Hello and welcome back for another episode of Checking In. In studio, we have with us Cassidy DeVere of Third Generation Homes. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. So I have a whole bunch of questions uh -oh. and I hope you'll entertain us. <laughs> I know you will. I know you will. Uh, so you were born and raised in Kelowna? I am a rare breed. Not very many people can say they were born here. So anytime I say that, people are like, what? You, and that's, a, that's actually a big deal because yeah. people are born here and they typically can't wait to leave. Yeah. And we have a new thing happening. People are staying and people are coming back mm -hmm. that have left. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're, we're lucky that you are born, raised, and you left for a little bit yeah. and then you came back? Yeah, just for three years. Uh, we moved to the States um, to like Linden, Washington. My dad opened up a uh, Windsor Plywood in Bellingham, Washington. Um, so we moved there for a bit and then when he sold the business we had to come back to Canada and uh, we're excited too. So we came back to Kelowna. Interesting. Was that where you, you went to school there? Were you young, young or uh, yeah. young adult? I was uh, grade one, two, and three in the States. Okay. Yeah, and it was funny because they, like, we were 10 minutes from the border and they actually thought, like, we lived in igloos. And I'm like, it's 10 minutes away. And no, that was, like, normal in our grade, like, three class was like, well, no, you live in an igloo. And you're like, no. <laughs> That's a yeah. whole nother interview we could do with, with uh, yeah. The, the perception of Canada in the yeah. United States of America. Uh, so I'm curious, uh, I'm really curious the why on the starting of the third generation homes. Uh, I know from reading information on you on your profile that you were, I love the Barbie uh, house story. So you've always had a passion mm -hmm. for this. Can you, can you tell me yeah. How it came to be? Yeah, so um, my dad used to own the Windsor Plywood in Kelowna too um, before he sold it here. And um, so I was always hanging out in hardware stores and um, he would build a bit and he actually got, when we moved to Bellingham, he had my mom um, building some houses as well. And so I just, you know, like most people that grow up in the industry, we're on job sites as kids. We are asking questions, you know, why is this window here? Why are you doing things like this? And and uh, hauling lumber around and sweeping and all that kind of stuff. So um, grew up, you know, at a very young age and, and uh, remember my dad saying to me, if you know how to sweep, you'll always have a job and, and kind of that very, um, you know, work hard and, you know, don't be too proud to, to do the dirty work. And, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, there's some honor in going to work every day and, and having a job. So um, yeah, that was kind of my childhood and then, um, I met my husband um, and he was a framer at the time and so it was just kind of a common interest between um, both of us and his parents and grandparents were builders and um, so we started with a framing business and then uh, went turned it into a home, home building company. So was the framing business third generation homes? No, um, no we did it um, with, um, with my dad, we were framing with, with him so he had um, his company, which we were kind of using, and then um, I really wanted to have, um, well, this might not be shocking to you, I want to be in charge. <laughs> no. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was like, okay, no, uh, I'm going to be in charge. I'm going to start a business. Uh, I was, oh goodness, I think like 23. And uh, yeah, had really no idea what I was doing, I guess, but 
Um, obviously it turned out well, it's a lot of work, but uh, yeah. So you would have obviously had uh, come up with this great idea with, with Gerald. Yeah. And you started the framing, so that's almost your toe dip, I think. Yeah. In, in trying to test to see if you want to go solo. Yeah. Uh, obviously supportive of your, your dad and, and, and Gerald's family. And how many jobs were you doing in framing? Because, and I'm, I'm construction illiterate, yeah. but obviously <laughs> yeah. I get it, framing. Mm -hmm. So that gives you a little piece of the work. Mm -hmm. and, and you must have, knowing you, uh, thought maybe you would do this different or that different or something. So you obviously wanted to be in charge. Yeah. That's a big step, I think, mm -hmm. to go from, I was gonna say just framing, but I didn't wanna be, <laughs> I don't no, mean it that way. It just framing yeah. to just the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is a big step, and and I know um, I took a lot of interest when my mom was was building. Um, she'd pick me up from school, and we'd go pick out carpet, and we'd go, you know, figure out the cabinets and the countertops and all that kind of stuff. So um, I was kind of involved in that process, and I enjoyed kind of the whole part of it. Um, when we built, uh, we used to move every four years as kids. Everyone in construction moves all the time. Um, so I would always want to design my own room. I did plans for built-ins in my bedroom when I was, uh, when we moved back. So I was about 12. Um, and so, I, yeah, I went to my dad and gave him all these measurements. And he was like, I was building my bed into a niche. And it was like, are you sure it's going to fit? Are you sure it's going to fit? Like, why am I listening to a 12 year old? But he listened, he framed it all in the bed fit. And it was, yeah, just something I've. Yeah, just always been interested in. I would doodle um, house drawings on, you know, sitting in class at school and yeah. So. Obviously a natural, yeah. natural <laughs> passion and interest. Yeah. So the, um, you are celebrating 10 years. Mm -hmm. You started third generation homes in 2010. Yes. 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 Uh, what was it like coming out into the market? So I think you, I think you had a, a bit of an advantage, but I don't want to discredit what you did because you, you had a family known name, you had a history, uh, but you, you still were having to go out, knock on doors and get that first bill, mm -hmm. that first client. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, it, uh, I think that, um, no, we didn't really get any work through people knowing my family. That okay. wasn't how we got any of our first jobs. It was through people that we knew. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we did everything. Like on our first couple homes, um, Gerald would frame it, we had staff, we sided it, uh, installed trim, closets, hung the doors. Like I did all the project management, interior design with the homeowners, um, you know, all the bill payments. Like we literally did everything on the house. Our, our kids were there on the weekend <laughs> helping clean up and uh, it was good because we know how to do everything and so we know you know, if a door's not hung right, we know why, and we know mm. how it's supposed to be, and um, so it gave us the real knowledge of the whole process, um, being able to be so hands-on, and, and even now, I find our homeowners really like when they show up on site, and we're there, and, you know, Gerald's got his tool belt on, and they're like, my, you know, our builders are here, and they're actually working, like, if I'm there, I'll grab a broom and be like, okay, like, this needs to move, and this kind of stuff, and um, they really like how involved we are in the project. I think that's incredible. And the, so the, you're um, 10 years in, 
Mm -hmm. You've been recognized for awards for the building mm -hmm. that you've done. Uh, and what came first? Were you a member of the Canadian or the uh, Canadian Home Builders Association? Won an award? Yeah, I was. I was a member um, for a while, and then yeah, winning our first award was very exciting. Um, and uh, I, I didn't honestly know much about what the association did. I wasn't very involved. And um, Justin O'Connor, who's our um, past president now, um, you know, called me one day and was like, "Hey, like, you know, what do you, what do you th thoughts about, you know, our awards and stuff?" And I was like, "Oh, well, you know, it'd be really nice to network with some more builders and." And you know, I feel like I'm on my own island over here. And he's like, "Well, why don't you join our board?" And and so I did. And then uh, obviously, you know, I like to be in charge. So I volunteered again to be our, our president, and it's been very exciting. Okay. So when did you join the uh, oh, the association? I think a couple years in. Yeah, three or three or four okay. years ago. Okay. Yeah. So you've been serving. Uh, and volunteering on the board for how many years now? Um, oh goodness, yeah, I think I think I was on the board for about six months before I was the um, first vice president, and then I was only vice president for six months, and then yeah, you yeah, fast later. track. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes, you do like yes. to be in charge. So so you are the current president of the Canadian Home Builders mm -hmm. Association, Central Okanagan. You're the second VP for the provincial board, mm -hmm. which means you will be the president in in a year and a half. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. I know that you're the first female mm -hmm. president for the Canadian Home Builders Association. Uh, I think that's wonderful, uh, and I I think um, as a as a woman entrepreneur, I'm very proud that you you've. Uh, taken that role. That's amazing. Thank you for for blazing that trail. Uh, how has your how has that been? So we we come in like you're you're again 2010. Although you've grown up entrepreneurial, mm -hmm. but it's different when you're in that driver's seat. So mm -hmm. what was how was it like for you to speak or hold a meeting with an elected official or how how did you try and navigate those waters or did did you just um you know what we have great support in our association we've had a lot of um kind of builders stick around as mentors and and um you know with elected officials just reminding that they are just people um and you know sometimes it can be intimidating for your first conversation with them but they are just people and and I've gotten to meet so many MLAs from across the province, and they are really wonderful people. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, uh, yeah, it's been exciting. So it's been nice to have people that have been on the board and around for, you know, 10, 15 years to be able to kind of mentor the new um, up-and-coming people. And it was, I, it was so, I was so well-received in the association. It, you know, it was not a, like, oh, great, now there's a woman here. It was like, thank you, we've been waiting, like, we've been wanting diversity for so long, and, and uh so it was funny at my first provincial meeting, we, we sit with all the presidents and, and all of our executive officers from around the province and um, it came time to split up the meeting and of course all of the women stand up and go to the other room because they're all the executive officers. And so I look around this big board table, I'm like, am I in the wrong room? And everybody laughs and it's like, oh, okay, well. <laughs> 
So, yeah. Speaking of diversity, mm -hmm. your board, you just had your elections uh, yesterday for the new board for yes. the uh, Canadian Home Builders Association, Central Okanagan, and you have a gender balanced board. Yes. You have six females and six males. Yes, and, and of our six, we have to have six builders on our board and three of them are male and three of them are female. So that's, uh, that's really exciting. Like it, we can't have any more of a gender balanced board. So uh, I think that's super so exciting. impressive, Cassidy, because yeah. you would have, you would have taken on the role to be the president of the association. And I think it gives way or gives opportunity for women to look up and go, Hmm, I can be at these tables. So I think that's inspiration. I think that's wonderful. And I think that's just uh, affirmation or validation uh, of of what you what you accomplished, whether you set out to do it or not. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. Yeah, and I know when I, you know, when people ask me, what does it feel like to be the first female, and I said, well, I know I won't be the last, and I, I know there's a lot of great females in the industry, um, in in the Okanagan, and so I knew that you know there will be more coming up. We will see another female president again. Um, and so it's, it's, yeah, it makes it exciting for me. I think that's exciting and yeah. wonderful. Um, speaking of another kind of balance, I saw on one of your posts when I was doing some search for you, I saw a coffee cup. I think it was wife, boss, mom, yes. or whatever the order was. Yeah. <laughs> and I laughed. So, but that's the balance. Yeah. And again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not referring to work-life balance because I think you're even a self-proclaimed uh, workaholic, <laughs> both you and, and, and Gerald. Um, so how, how you volunteer, you mm -hmm. coach. Yeah, hopefully I'll be coaching basketball again this year. We'll see, hopefully. but hopefully, yeah. How do you uh, do all the things uh, that come at you on the, the boards that you work on, the company that you run, the family that you, I luckily am very energetic, uh, again, not shocking. Um, so I have a lot of energy. I like to just go, go, go. I like to be busy. And then uh, when I'm tired, I just go to sleep and wake up and do it all again. So uh, I am not one to sit around and watch TV. I don't watch a lot of TV. Um, I'd much rather be doing something else. So um, yeah, it, it, I just have lots of energy. <laughs> so you're also, uh, I've experienced a few times in, in working with you in different um, capacities in the community, you're, you're very passionate about the community. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I think um, I think we'll see you taking more of an active role or, or having more uh, more voice to some of the challenges that I think maybe the city's having. And, and, and I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I think of um, uh, housing affordability, mm -hmm. um, safety and security in the city as we grow. We, with mm -hmm. anything as we grow, we, we, we have challenges. Yeah, for uh, sure. And I know um, the downtown has changed so much. Um, I remember going down there at like, you know, as a teenager at like nine o'clock and being like, there's nothing to do down here. Um, there's no restaurants, there's no nothing. And so I've witnessed a lot of the change and the struggle that's, you know, comes with a growing city Absolutely. and um, things that, you know, weren't in our city years ago um, that we're really dealing with now. And housing affordability is a huge issue. Um, and it's not getting better, it's only mm -hmm. getting worse, mm -hmm. um, especially with the massive spike in lumber prices. 
Um, they've doubled, so on a 2,700 square foot house, um, it's about $30,000 more um, for lumber right now. So um, there's so many forces working against uh, affordability and, and the government at all three levels is one of the largest culprits. So mm, That's interesting. Mm -hmm. So we hope to see some uh, some lobbying and some mm -hmm. uh, different things that, that you can even yeah. help put a, put a spotlight on. Uh, I did want to ask from, again, from not only one entrepreneurial woman to another, but uh, from a couple that managed to operate and own a business together. Mm. How, how does that work for you and Gerald? Do you, are you able to have good debates or healthy discussions around something and then leave that and come home? How Do you have challenges? Oh, I think everyone does that works with their spouse. I think we'd be lying to say if it was smooth sailing all the time. Um, <clears throat> but I think that uh, what's helped is, is having our own roles and, and it's something we always try to separate more and more. So, um, you know, kind of that stay in your lane saying and I mm -hmm. think that helps too. You know, when it's somebody's job to do something, just let them do your job and, and you know, keep your nose out of it. So um, that, that helps as well, so. Is there any, yes, I concur, stay <laughs> in your lane. <laughs> Is there any advice you would give to someone uh, that either wanted to go into business, regardless of the sector or the industry, uh, or advice that you would give to someone about some of the benefits that you've learned or, or received through the volunteer work that you've done on, the, on your um, boards? Yeah, I would say definitely having a, a peer network group and uh, having people you can bounce ideas off of um, because I think you know you really are kind of alone on your island and you don't know what you don't know and you go in and you're like, oh, I think I know and you really have no idea. And there's so much to learn about business and, and especially being an entrepreneur, you have to know legal stuff, you have to have HR skills, you have to have such a broad array of knowledge mm -hmm. um, that you, you don't need in, in so many other positions and so many other jobs. You kind of go in and my role is this and that's kind of what I do. Uh, but as a business owner, you kind of have to be um, in charge of everything. So. And that was, uh, you had mentioned when we were chatting before uh, jumping into this session that you've recently joined Tech Canada. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're sitting with like-minded CEOs and you're, and you're trying to um, benefit and leverage each other's knowledge and experiences. Yeah, and it's, um, we find that it doesn't matter what industry you're in, mm -hmm. you're, you face a lot of similar challenges and, and you know, issues in the construction industry aren't that different than some in the automotive industry and, and, and so there's, there's a lot of things that overlap and, and yeah, we all have our specific industry issues but it's nice to um, even get ideas from like, hey, what is this company doing that works really well in their industry and see how it, how it could work in yours. Um, so it's been really beneficial and I'm quite enjoying it. I'm curious when you take the mic at a luncheon or uh, the awards, um, the housing awards, you're so comfortable up there. <laughs> Have you always been good at public speaking? 
Um, you know, I did drama club in high school mm. only because I needed the fine arts credits and I, I convinced the school to let me start a club so we could meet 45 minutes before school um, a couple days a week and I would get my fine arts credits and not have to be in a course for the whole year. <laughs> and nice. so we would put on, uh, yeah, we would put on performances and stuff like that and, and uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. Yeah. A must-have for someone in in business or just a bonus I think it's a bonus I okay. think that um, you know at uh, yeah I think it's a bonus but it's it's you need to be able to get out and be able to speak to people and and try to you know make connections and networking it all kind of you know goes together if you're quiet and soft-spoken it's definitely a tougher um, challenge for you uh, mm -hmm. in a group of people so yeah it's definitely helpful You've done incredible things over 10 years, and I can't wait for the next decade. Thank you very much for, for joining us oh, today, thanks Cassidy. Thanks for having me. Thanks.